Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and today, are you a fathead? Well, technically, we're, we're all fatheads because the brain is the fattiest organ that we have. It can be up to 60% fat and 75% water. So don't be offended. Everybody's got a fat head. And that's what makes it so interesting because we have two different ways of getting in or generating energy. You've got uh, glucose, glycolysis, which is breaking down glucose for energy. And then we have um, ketosis. And when you're in ketosis, that shows that you're burning ketones. And that is much more efficient. And that's if you eat more fat. So when I was playing football, I was always trying to gain weight. I was eating anything and everything. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, if I want to build muscle, I need to eat muscle. That's kind of a weird way of thinking about it, but that's just the truth. That's how it was. So I would eat steak all the time, chicken all the time. Literally, when I got up to my heaviest, I had a rule that I would eat regardless of if I had just eaten five minutes before. If somebody offered me food, I couldn't turn it down. I had to eat at least one plate of it. And I remember when I went up to San Francisco in the XFL, and I, that exact thing happened. I had just eaten, showed up at the main offices. It was probably halfway through the season just about because they had some injuries, and they brought me on later. And uh, it was right before the Chicago game when we got to go to play at Soldier Field, which was an amazing experience, by the way. And they had a huge buffet set up, and they were like, oh, you want some food? And I was like, ugh. I mean, I was already almost sick. I was so full. So I was like, okay, and so I, you know, got me some meat and whatever it was and ate and really met a lot of interesting people in the XFL. But And it's coming back, too, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Total aside I wanted to share. There is a book coming out. I wish I could remember the author. He was just on ESPN, I believe, or, or one of those channels called Football for a Buck, I believe. And it's all about the USFL and Donald Trump. And it is. I had no idea how all that USFL stuff went down because the NFL, I mean, there's new leagues popping up all the time. They're like spring leagues, you know, farm leagues for all these different people. And um, hi, Ronnie. And uh, so these are like farm clubs for the NFL. But then the USFL, because it was backed by Trump, had so much money that they actually started getting players to go to the USFL, USFL instead of the NFL. Steve Young was one of the ones that played in the USFL. But the biggest one that they came up with was Herschel Walker, I believe, was one of the biggest. And I met Herschel at an event, um, the Gridiron Greats um, Hall of Fame dinner out in Las Vegas that Mike Ditka holds. Really fun experience. Super nice guy, Herschel is. But anyway, so when they got Herschel to not go to an NFL team, go to a USFL team, because they were able to pay him so much money and more money than the NFL was, that's when people were like, wait a minute, this is getting kind of serious. And it was believed that, now this, this is all this author's opinion in, in this book, Football for a Buck, but um, it was believed that Trump wanted to take on the NFL and he was going to put them out of business or whatever. But in reality, what happened, according to this book, is it talks about how Trump was always setting this up as a, as a business. He's approaching it just as a regular business, and he wanted to set up a, a competitor, and um, he decided to switch the USFL season. Uh, oh, there was a, 
there was a really popular country artist that played in the USFL too. Toby Keith. Toby Keith played in the USFL. Anyway, um, so Trump went from making it a spring league and then he changed the schedule and wanted it to be a fall league and go right up against the NFL. And so everybody was like, wow, he's taking on the NFL. But actually what happened, that was all a big uh, strategy on his part to make it competitive so that the NFL would have to buy him out because he figured that the NFL was just like any other business, not at all. And so he, in this book, it's so funny. He was talking about how he went in and he was like, okay, well, then you can buy me out and, um, or acquire me and give me a team. And then, because he tried to buy, I believe it was the Colts for them, but had made a really low ball offer that the owners had not even entertained. But uh, it was really interesting because the, I believe it was Pete Rozelle um, that was in, that was running the NFL at the time, literally back then told Trump, he's like, I will never ever allow you into the NFL and I will never work with you because I don't trust you. And I was just like, wow. When this author said that in the book, I was like, wow, that's kind of shocking. So anyway, Trump takes him to court and I don't know why I'm going off on this, but bear with me. So Trump takes him to court, uh, sues him for collusion, and evidently he sat there in court the whole time just like eyeballing the jury, trying to be all like overpowering and trying to intimidate him. And uh, the judge actually said, you know what, you're right, and you are, we are going to allow you to um, – hey, Liz, we are going to award you this, this case. You've won this case of collusion against the NFL – and we've decided for restitution, uh, they will pay you $1. <laughs> because they just didn't like him. And, I mean, just because of the way he'd acted, I guess, or something. And, and granted, it was Trump, and he was younger, and he was, you know, when we're all younger, we're a little cockier and, you know, try to, like, do things that probably we shouldn't. And, uh, and they said that uh, Pete Rozelle just kind of looked over and smiled and pulled his wallet out of his jacket and pulled a dollar out and handed it to Trump, and that was it. So... In the book, it talks about how Trump had no concern at all about the USFL, did not care about making it last or making it a big thing or anything like that. His whole plan the whole time was to get bought out by the NFL so that he could get into the league that way since he'd made an offer on, on the Colts or I think that on one of those teams. And it hadn't been uh, – they hadn't entertained that, that offer, and so he was trying to figure out another way in. Anyway. The reason that has to do with being a fathead, and if you're late to the uh, podcast here, that's because we all have fat heads, technically brains. Our brain's the fattest organ in the body, 60% fat, 75% water. And in order, when I was playing football, that's how I got off on that. I was eating more meat because I thought that would help me build muscle. And because that's when we're younger, we're um, built to be able to break down glucose a lot easier. But then as we age, it's harder for our brain specifically to, to break down glucose. There's not as much glucose that really gets where it needs to go. And so the brain actually, it's a lot more efficient to use the other form of energy, which is using ketones for energy. And that is what happens when, there's my book again. I love, it's not my book, but I love this book. This book is awesome because it makes it really simple. I'm going to actually start talking about different recipes and things like that that you can do, but you eat uh, bacon and eggs and, and good stuff like that. Obviously, you need to have good fats, too, like avocado is one of my favorites. But uh, the smash fish, also, you want to have the um, wild-caught fish, always, salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring, the smaller fish, 
that had those really high omega-3 fatty acids because when you get these good fats, coconut oil also is another thing, and you don't have to just do coconut oil. You can do coconut milk. I did um, a Facebook Live last Sunday on So Delicious, the brand that makes ice cream from coconut milk, which is just delicious. I'm a huge chocolate uh, fan. I like chocolate. It's, it's one of my weaknesses. But uh, they also have um, milk or uh, ice cream made from cashews as well. So there's all different ways you can use these things to, to get healthier fats to the brain. And that's why it's important because ketones are much more easily converted into energy and because they're fat, technically, because you're eating a higher fat diet. Now, you have to be careful when you're doing this. You can't just like cold turkey to start eating mostly fats and, and things like that because you're so used to the American diet is so full of simple carbohydrates and sugars and things like that, that it causes chronic inflammation in the body. And um, as far as your brain goes, when you have chronic inflammation, especially if you have the genetic marker, APOE4, for Alzheimer's, you can either have one copy from one parent or you can have one from both, so then you have two, two copies of it. That makes you more susceptible to inflammation. And so if you have... Um, even, even if it's just an infection, but if it's chronic inflammation from your diet because you're eating so much sugar all the time, then that's going to cause you to even to backslide even faster, I guess it would, it would be, because the amyloid placking in your brain is going to build up faster because you have that genetic marker. And it's not the amyloid placking that's causing the Alzheimer's or the dementia. What it is is that that is your body trying to protect itself against all this inflammation. So how about you take away the cause of the inflammation and therefore you won't need any of that amyloid placking and that in, ends up turning into the tau proteins that they talked about in the movie concussion and so it's not just people with um, Alzheimer's or dementia but it's people that have had concussions too because it's, it's all related to the brain it's the same organ and so if you take away the causes so you take away the bad foods you change your lifestyle you drink more water Everybody should be drinking at least half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. I know it sounds like a lot. For us bigger folks, it is a lot. But it's really important to do that because there's a couple of reasons. When you drink a lot of water, you're going to pee a lot. That, that's just normal. And you're going to sweat a lot too. But that's your body's way of detoxing, getting all the bad toxins out of your system, those free radicals. Now, you also, um, water is one of the best blood thinners, natural blood thinners. So it's going to help your blood flow easier. You won't have like thick, sticky blood, um, it'll be more fluid and, and it'll be easier to get through the, the arteries and the veins so that you don't have to worry so much about not getting enough, you know, oxygen up to your brain. It is a really amazing thing. Water is, I mean, it's just amazing. You want to increase your fat intake. Um, like I said, you want to have the fish, uh, walnuts, almonds, cashews. You want to try to avoid too much salt or the roasted versions. If you can do the raw versions, that's good too. You can do um, juicing. Juicing is really important because when you juice, you're doing, instead of like when you do a, a smoothie in a blender, you're going to throw in like an apple or two. When you're doing a juice, you're doing like bags of apples. So it's way more um, but you have to be careful because if it's a lot, there's a lot of sugar in apples. So you don't want to do too much of that if you have any kind of blood sugar issues, because if you have insulin resistance, that leads to another type of Alzheimer's because your body has. So okay, 
if you're insulin resistant, you have high blood sugar, and your body dumps a bunch of insulin into the system to try to deal with the blood sugar. Okay, once that blood sugar is taken care of, then you need something that's going to break down the insulin because the insulin is going to keep working. And so there's something called the insulin degrading enzyme. Big shock right now. And uh, so that's going to break down the insulin to make sure that your blood sugar doesn't go too low. But the other action or the other thing that that insulin uh, degrading enzyme does is it breaks down amyloid placking based on the amyloid precursor protein so that they can turn into the amyloid placking. So it breaks down the APP, but if it's busy breaking down the insulin because you've got, you know, blood sugar up and down and all over the place, then it can't be breaking down the APP. Therefore, the APP builds up and then it's cleaved in a certain way based on some other genetic factors and, and enzymes and a bunch of other stuff. But it, then it actually can run rampant and start to really get out of control and you can have too much of the amyloid placking. So you need to get your diet under control. I know people, there's still people out there that think diet has nothing to do with anything. They're just like, eat whatever you want. makes you happy. Eat it. That's fine. And I'm just, I'm dumbfounded by this. And there's a lot of medical professionals that are like this. I mean, hopefully they're coming around a little bit, but I mean, if you're just eating cake all the time because it tastes good or sweet tarts or, you know, things like that, how can you think that's going to be healthy? I mean, it just does not make any sense. And that's why I like the Ketoflex 12-3 diet that Dr. Dale Bredesen came up with because you, you should fast for 12 hours from the time you finish dinner to the time you eat breakfast. And if you are APOE4 positive, he recommends a 16-hour gap. And it's, uh, it really is amazing because if you just wait until you feel hungry and don't just eat because, oh, it's breakfast time, I should eat breakfast. Oh, it's lunch, I should eat lunch. Just, just if, you hunger, if you're hungry, eat. If you're not hungry, don't eat. And if you have that, that, that fast period from dinner to breakfast, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. You'll, you'll have a lot more energy. You'll be getting the good fats for your brain that are going to help heal your brain because your brain actually regenerates new neurons, brand new brain every two to three years because the body's always regenerating. So you want to give it all the good tools and good ingredients to build a healthy, healthy brain. Now, I'm almost done on the podcast. If you have any of the questions, please feel free to type them in the chat box because I'm going to stick around here for a little bit. And I um, have a master class right now, the Brain Builders Master Class. It's amazing. I love it. Great group of people. And we are learning how to heal the brain through a variety of different things using a lot of the um, RICO protocol that Dr. Bredesen recommends. And you can register for the waitlist for the next one at bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in Brain Builders. And there's a link in the podcast. And I'll put a link down here in the description or something like that for the Facebook page as well. So. Point out the colors of you. I see them too. And boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We went to fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Point out the colors of you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We wait to fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.